Welcome to Horrifying My Friends with me, Travis Ybarra, a podcast where we pick uh, and choose our friends and intro horror films to them and kind of get their thoughts and opinions about them and kind of just have fun kind of looking at the movies. Uh, today's guest is Kate Taylor. She is a, uh, I, will let you, I will let you introduce yourself, Kate. Um, and today's movie is 1998's The Faculty. Um, I chose this movie for you because I know you're a teacher and we kind of get into like the... Uh, like, the, I know this movie, you know, obviously the faculty, we kind of get into the inner politics of like the, uh, the teacher's lounge and like all these like, uh, cliches and types of teachers and stuff, but I'll go ahead and let you guys, uh, talk about kind of, kind of intro yourself and stuff like that. Kate, I know that, you know, you Yeah, I guess I can start. So yeah, for sure. Kate Taylor is my bestie mm-hmm. and, um, I've, how long have we known each other since like junior 15, high? 15, 16 years. Yeah, yeah so a really long time. <laughs> and so, of course, in that time, Kate has um, been to every party, um, every family function, family, family function. Um, and so that's how, kind of how Travis has come to know Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kate and I also, of course, went to high school together. Yes. And this movie is set in a high school. So I have a couple little stories to tell mm. about high school. Uh, <laughs> Kate's like, I didn't so, know we were getting into this. I don't. And um, Kate does not teach in high school, right? You're, no, I'm an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. I cannot handle all the coolness of high school. <laughs> but our another one of our besties, Tamara, I wonder if I'll ever be able to get her on here. But if I do, she teaches middle school, but... Um, anyway, so one story I have from high school, and it's kind of movie related, is we, in our little friend group in high school, we had, we were pretty tight knit, um, kind of kept to ourselves group. Nerdy but fun. Yeah, nerdy <laughs> but fun. But we had this tradition where whenever we'd get together um, at someone's house, we would go to FanVid, mm-hmm. and we would, we would go o- literally through every single rack of movies, <laughs> looking for just that right one that looks like it looked like it would be like kind of entertaining but also, mostly funny so bad and bad so right. yes <laughs> bad so we can make fun of it um and inevitably we would often um gravitate towards um the 90s that kind of late 90s oh, yeah. early She's 2000s all that. movies no, yeah we're, way worse than that yeah that's a good movie. yeah we would um <laughs> i can't even think of some of them they were so bad but um we you know for the record we do love a freddie prince movie i love freddie prince freddie prince was the shit back in the day man a, a josh hartnett movie oh yeah just like this one um but yeah i think that's a fun memory yeah. do you remember the time that ron jeremy popped up in one of the movies that we watched. 
just it was a really random like in the middle of the cornfield in the movie ron jeremy was there oh wow i gotta seek this out now (laughs) we'll have to figure out what that was he just needed 80 bucks and they were like come come to the cornfield we're gonna pop you up (laughs) just for a little cameo and then i guess my my other story i was telling travis because this kind of ties the three of us together a little bit Mm -hmm. travis was a football player in high school he went to the same high school as us he's a year younger Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate Taylor and I had econ together with the football coach, who's also a prominent character in this movie. Um, he hated and I love. I did not hate him. Okay, let's be clear. I did not yeah. hate him. Some of our listeners will know who we're talking about, but yeah. he um, he it's and Coach I just... Kirshner, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're, saying we're, anything we're, too bad. Yeah, we're name dropping. Um, no, I never had an issue with him. Let's say. I just didn't think his jokes, his bad, you know, that his, were often in bad, bad taste. His bad jokes were funny. Oh, yeah. I, I disagree. I, a lot of them were, like, borderline sexist. <laughs> I did not like them. I did not laugh. And he um, was the only teacher in high school that ever called me Hagen. Uh-huh. Um, and he'd be like, Hagen, I can't why aren't you laughing? That. I cannot believe that in Ben Davis, they only got called Hagen by one person. No, all yeah. The Hagens That's because everybody else was a Hagen. Yeah, everybody yeah. else was getting called <laughs> Hagen. <laughs> Um, I was the I was probably the most studious Hagen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that sounds very Kirshner though to like kind yeah, of rib you. Yeah, he would tell some bad joke, um, and I just wouldn't laugh, and I'd kind of just mind my own damn business. Yeah. But he'd come over to my desk and be like, "Hagen, why aren't you laughing?" And he'd like, you know, he you do his shoulders and all that. Wanted you to be engaged. He wore the cowboy boots. And with Kate the... was a turncoat. She would just kind of laugh a lot. I loved. Her. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was very dadly though. Like he, yeah. he would try to get. I will say, chance. I did like his dad yeah. energy. Yeah, he and he probably did that shit just to try <laughs> just, to get you to, just to get you like. Going. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and he and he got it. Uh huh. So yeah, But yeah, that's how we know each other. Um, I could tell a million stories, um, but I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now I think it might be cool to obviously Travis. You you mentioned you kind of picked the faculty for Kate because she's a teacher, but also because we like movies from that era. For sure. Um, but Kate, I wanted to before we kind of do a synopsis of the movie and some fun facts. I wanted to ask you so our listeners can get to know you a little bit. Um, how what are your feelings about horror movies and scary movies and what's maybe the scariest movie you've ever seen just for some context i hate horror films (laughs) (laughs) i don't like to go to the movie theater and be scared i Mm -hmm. do like thrilling movies okay i think the scariest movie i ever watched was when you guys forced me to watch i know what you did last summer I watched Wax Museum on accident one time. The one that had the one guy in it with Paris Hilton. Oh, oh House God. of Wax. Yes. <laughs> right. And I think that's as scary as it got. Maybe the astronaut's wife. Just... <laughs> House of Wax is pretty creepy, though. I I don't like it, but uh-huh. I'm a real champ. And I watched it. This wasn't that bad. This wasn't that bad. That was mm-hmm. too scary. Yeah, but I'm not super into scary movies. Which makes her honestly the perfect guest. Cause yeah. Just, oh yeah. Uh, we are easing her in this time, but what I kind think of next, thrilling... next oh, time sorry. we have you on, I want to really do a scary one. For sure. Really, any thriller starring Johnny Depp? 
Okay. Like a secret window. <laughs> secret so windows are good. Not movie. even that thrilling, but you know that kind of mild thrill. Really? Know? So that movie didn't bother you? No. Really? No. See, that movie's like creepy to me. Maybe man. I tolerated it because Johnny Depp was. You there. stole my story, <laughs> dude. John... Rubbernecker. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I like this. I was sad. I saw Miramax, and I knew it was the 90s, and I was expecting a camo. Cameo from Freddie Prince Jr., and I was a little yeah, upset about for sure. that. <laughs> he was in, like, everything. Like <laughs> everything. Like him or that, um, what was the dude's name that played Stu? He's in, uh, he's in the... the is, it's all that, too. Where he's, he's in like, the one with Julia Stiles and Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, I was like, how did he get two movies? <laughs> so he did. I will go ahead and uh, intro the movie, kind of get into the synopsis, uh, list off this 90s star-studded cast. Um, and then kind of go through some like um, like the quick facts, like cool things that I noticed, you know, throughout the watching. And then we'll go ahead and get into the plot, like Katie said. So this is The Faculty from 1998. Uh, it came out in November 12th, I believe, directed by Robert Rodriguez of, you know, Spy Kids, mm-hmm. Planet Terror, like all this other stuff, Machete. Uh, it's written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote I Know What You Last Summer and Scream and, you know, Teaching Mrs. Tingle and like all these other movies back in the 90s that were amazing. Starring Jordana Brewster as Loving Delilah, uh, Clea Duvall as Stokely, uh, Laura Harris as Mary Beth, Josh Hartnett, 90s heartthrob, mm-hmm. and all around cool guy who I wanted to be, Josh Hartnett <laughs> as Zeke. Uh, Sean Hodesy as Stan, Selma Hayek as Nurse Rosa Harper, Famke Jensen as Miss Burke. I mean, listen to these names, dude. It's like you couldn't even put together a better. Like, yeah, this 90s. movie was like a star maker. Yeah. I couldn't believe when people just kept popping up. <laughs> dude, yeah, it's crazy. Piper Laurie, uh, you know, of course, Carrie's mom and uh, Twin Peaks of fame as Mrs. Karen Olson. Uh, Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin as Frank Connor. Uh, Baby Newworth as uh, Principal Drake. Lilith. <laughs> yeah, Lilith. <laughs> Robert Patrick as Coach Joe Willis, psycho coach. Ursher, Usher Raymond as Gabe. I would watch any movie starring Ursher Raymond. <laughs> John Stewart and Elijah Wood. And it's weird seeing like John Stewart. John Stewart was my favorite surprise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's weird seeing him and stuff. Like you remember, like he's in a like a Big Daddy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's weird, like. From the Daily Show, like post Daily Show, where he was on that for like what twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird seeing him and shit now. Like as like, you know, a teacher that gets taken up by an alien and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> the the basic synopsis is: students suspect that their teachers are aliens after bizarre occurrences. So with that, we'll go ahead and get into like the um, kind of like I said, like fast facts and stuff like that. And this is just some stuff that I found, like, interesting. Most of it is, like, influences shit, which uh, I think that's one of the cool things about this movie is that it wears its influences kind of on its sleeve. Like, um, one of the things is that it name drops Puppet Masters by Robert Hyland and uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers by Jack Finney. Um, I thought that was kind of cool because he, Casey actually brings up, like, what if Jack Finney knew that there was aliens and shit, like, in the real world and... You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I got a very Scream vibe from that. For sure. Where the movie's aware of itself. Very self-aware, yeah. yeah. Um, which, uh, I made like a side point. Wasn't Robert Highland Stranger in the Strangeland? Yeah, Stranger in the Strangeland. Right. Uh, excellent book. Absolutely. Um, the Thing references. I, I don't know if you guys have seen The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Nope. But the drug scene, like when they go around and make everybody take the drug to prove if they're alien or not, that's directly out of The Thing. Because um, in The Thing, they kind of put... A um, what do they put on the blood? See, this is like gonna test my horror horror 
kind of card here. Somebody's going to pull me on it. But it's exactly taken out of the thing. Um, one of the scenes that I liked, it was like actually kind of creepy, but like still a little funny, was the fact that Zeke was selling like Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love Hewitt nude like videos out mm-hmm. of his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in there because, of course, Kevin Williamson wrote, you know, Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. So that's like kind of like a little... Lots of horror Yeah, like for sure. <laughs> for sure. Other things. Um, this is just actually... Have you guys seen Teaching Miss Tingle? Mm-mm. Nope. See, that's one that, like, I really, really love. Rose was like, eh. But this is just, like, a quick fact. But Williamson uh, wanted to direct this, but he decided to wait and have his directorial debut as Teaching Miss Tingle. Gillian Anderson uh, from X-Files fame, you know, Scully, auditioned for the part as Principal Burke, but she ultimately passed on the role. And uh, the last the last two things I have written down here are the Terminator connection. You know, uh, Robert mm-hmm. Rodriguez is actually, is obviously a huge Terminator fan because, uh, Edward Furlong, the, um, the science teacher, it, Eddie Furlong actually plays, you know, uh, Connor and Terminator two, you know, mm-hmm. the actor. And then, uh, Robert, the casting of Robert Patrick Harris is the coach. You know, he has very like, um, a few scenes like when he's running with the whistle and shit at the beginning. I know, it's very Terminator esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That scene was the freakiest one I think. That one was weird. That <laughs> was, was him running at her with that whistle. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. That image was weird. And then um, Casey's last name is Connor, which that's like a little mm-hmm. nod there. But the last thing I had was the soundtrack. I think like um, it was really good. It was, and I think like if you do any movie, like even like I said, like she's all that, any of that, anything like that. The, the time we grew up, it was, like, really big on getting somebody really big to do the soundtrack. And there was, on the soundtrack alone, it was Oasis, Garbage, Creed, who was very big at that time. And we loved <laughs> uh, Class of 99, which was Lane Staley and Tom Morello, Offspring, and Stabbing Westward. But yeah, I felt it like... it starts with an Offspring song. Oh, for it's sure. Like, that's that, perfect. Yeah, that song is awesome. But that's just something that you got to mention when you talk about something of this era. It's, like, Scream 2, like I said, She's All That, anything like that. But... But with that, I, I just thought that was some cool stuff to add. Like, uh, um, I like I said, I love I love that this movie kind of wears its influences on its sleeve, and it's not afraid to be like uh, throw nods and stuff like that in there. All right. Well, um, why don't we do first impressions? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the basic impressions. Yeah. That's a I good mean, idea. But I mean, the plot would be like for a sure. big part of that. So, Kate, as our guest of honor, what were your what kind of what your were your first? Impressions I was happy about? Travis picked this movie because I I didn't hate this movie. Um, and I didn't think it was too scary for me. My poor self had to watch it all alone last night. Oh, no. <laughs> and, um, but I thought it was really good. I like, I love school, obviously. So I like movies that are, that are based around the premise of school. Cause that's kind of like my every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really good. Um, I liked, I really liked the cast cause that was just right <laughs> up my alley. Um, and that was like, when you showed, when I looked up the poster, I was like, okay, I can do this. Um, but I thought it was really good. Um, and like you said, even I got some of the references to some of the horror things that I don't even really watch. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. So I really liked it. I enjoyed it. This is the second time I had seen this movie. Okay. Um, and once those opening credits came in, like memories came flooding back to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember exactly what happens. And so this is the first time, obviously, I had seen it knowing, you know, the twist and knowing what, right. kind of what happens. Um, so... 
it was just a really really fun time and I, I watched it with Travis and my husband and my husband had seen it but forgot everything which is his MO <laughs> yeah. um, so it was kind of fun watching him uh, react to it I wish I was able to watch it with Kate but <laughs> um, yeah I just want to watch me this sweat. is just a really fun especially if you're a 90s baby and haven't seen this like you definitely should pick this one up and watch it with some friends for sure. It's I just love this time. era, dude. Like you you brought up like uh Buffy Vampire Slayer and stuff like that. Right. This that's that's in my notes. I said this movie from the music in the background mm-hmm. to the whole premise, the way it's shot, the acting of the teens. Um well, you know, I'm sure they were all teenagers at the time, but anyway, <laughs> like um 31. Just the everything about it was like one big long Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. For sure. I love that show. I loved every second of it. Another thing that I thought was interesting, like just like uh, taking the plot of like aliens coming here and stuff. I felt like this movie, like whereas like Signs, which I do like, but everyone like when you bring up Signs, everyone talks about the fact that like water is the alien's weakness. So Mm -hmm. I'm always like, when the fuck would they come here? Like it's 70% water. So why the fuck would you come here? But like I thought it was kind of cool, like in um, comparison to that, because the the water gives the aliens, like you know, it kind of they're water aliens, kind of. Yeah, it makes them strong. Right, which I thought was kind of cool, you know, in, yeah. in this one, and uh, the reveal of Mary Beth, I thought was like pretty cool. Like Brooks, like you said, Brooks didn't see it. He was like, "Oh wait, it's Mary Beth," and yeah, <laughs> something was off with her from the jump. She yeah, was t- too, too. Why do you cheerful. think that? Right, way too cheerful. Everybody in the movie's like mean and shit, and she's <laughs> like. Just, <laughs> it's like something's off. All right. Can we talk about the people being like, okay, let's, let's face it. The majority of the people who are mean, aside from the coach and <laughs> like, the some, of the, some of the jocks, <laughs> the majority of the female characters in this movie are downright emotionally abusive. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, and physically abusive. For like sure. there's that couple that just, you see scenes Those of summer them. summer phoenix. Yeah, yeah. You've seen them. You see them just. Throughout the, whole, the movie, the whole movie, she's just beating the shit out yeah, of that guy <laughs> from scary movie. Yeah and, yeah, and you know they've been taken over when they're getting along. <laughs> um, but no, I wrote down in my notes, um, Delilah. She's the jur- she's the journalism Dude. Um, kid, and mm-hmm. she's the pretty girl for sure. Um, uh, she is dating what was his name? Um, Stan. Stan. Yeah, Stan. Yeah, she's dating Stan, the football player, who's having like a, a sort of a existential crisis. Christ. He's decided I'm not going to play football. I want to focus on my studies. At the, I'm not just a jock. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says some of the most horrible things to him. Um, <laughs> I was like, she's she like, is, you're not going to college. I said, yeah. <laughs> she's a she's abusive. Maybe this is the first time I'll drop a clip into an episode, but uh-huh. like I feel like there is just this scene where it's just so brutal, dude. Um, you know, she's Stan, a bully. Though, she's Stan a, really is a dummy. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she's a bully. She's a homophobe. Um, oh, for sure. She's like railing on Stokely the whole time. Yeah, You're like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, and um, Casey, who is um, Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood yeah. um, kind of the main dude in mm-hmm. the end. Um, he straight up tells her, "You're kind of cool when you're not being." What did he say? Quote. <laughs> A first class grade A bitch, <laughs> which I think is uh, pretty accurate to her. But she's not the only female character, like I said, who's abusive and, and mean to, to the boys or the men. 
reality's not usually like that. So I I just wonder about the writer of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like what woman broke him to make him want to write all these female characters <laughs> yeah. to be so bitchy? Yeah, he, was he like going through a breakup like or beyond, something? Like beyond angsty, it was like, was like yeah. literally was, it was yeah, straight, for up sure. abuse, straight up <laughs> For sure. And then I, like one other note about um, uh, Delilah's character is I was like, she wasn't, you know, spoilers, we're going to talk about the, the ending and stuff, but... Like, she was never redeemed, like, at all. Like, nothing ever happened that redeems her. And then at the end, Casey's just, like, she's hanging all over Casey. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, they, that was a, definitely a missed opportunity. For sure. Delilah. Yeah, Casey should have rejected her ass at the end. Yeah, they tried to sneak in a thing like, oh, her dad died and she'd been through some stuff. But that's not an excuse for being a total bitch. Like, right. Not at all. No, for sure. Um, but I think while we're talking about the writing... Yeah. Um, and some of the like amazing zingers and one-liners in, the, <laughs> in this movie. Um, this is one if you're like looking to stack your deck of like mean shit to call other people, <laughs> you should watch this movie. Yeah, here. for sure. Uh, let me read some off. I don't know if I, I captured them all. I tried to feverishly write in my notes. Um, it starts off with the coach calling the players pussy pukes. He also calls them <laughs> I miss fuck pukes. That's classic, dude. <laughs> um. Some other notable lines or names, name calling. Pisswad, anal probe, dingus, and tit bags. Tit bags was the one that got me. Yeah. I wrote that one down. Tit bags got me. And then Brian, um, my husband, his favorite line, I don't know if you guys um, caught this one, but he said, he's like, Katie, write that down, write that down, don't mm-hmm. talk about it. Because um, he was rolling on the floor about it. Um, <laughs> it's when Stokely runs into Stan in the mm-hmm. hall at the water fountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ugh, get a seeing eye dog or something. And Stan says, maybe if you didn't paint your eyes shut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was just, I, I love the the way, like how sh- like sh- sharp and, you know, witty. The, and quick. And, yeah, and, for oh, sure. Sorry, that was my notes in the background. Falling. Um but yeah, I feel like the the writers really had a fun time with it, with this. I wanted I wanted to be in the room while they were throwing around these names and for sure the funniest shit we can call each other. <laughs> that was one of the things that I like since we're talking about going through the characters and stuff. That was one of the like the very like the huge positives for me about this movie is like I love uh, the fact that Stan and Stokely kind of end up together. And I love their, like, uh, relationship with tension, tension, like, all throughout the movie. Like, they bump into each other and call each other names and shit, like you just said. And then I, I love, like, the scene when he's going to check on the football team, which is a dumb decision, you know, obviously. Yeah. But she, like, grabs him and kisses him. And, like, uh, she's like, I just want to, uh, what does she say? She's like. I just, something like I don't want to never have done that. Yeah, yeah. And then, like. gets uh, <laughs> taken over. Yeah, For sure. Snatched. And then, like, uh, seeing Casey and. Uh, Zeke's just reaction to that where they're kind of just like Zeke I think like just blinks and then Casey like smiles or something I, I just thought that was really like a heartwarming moment <clears throat> you got two characters that are completely kind of different yeah and opposite and they're yeah but they actually might end up being like a nice couple in the end mm-hmm. Delilah is with Casey in the end but she's still a fucking Dude. bitch okay well and then we're so talking it's not gonna last for sure his fame's gonna fade and she's gonna be gone and then did anybody else think it was weird that like Zeke is clearly banging the teacher like yeah. the... <laughs> well he wants to and yeah. then he does yeah for sure yeah she's like in the stands watching him at practice like yeah. fucking well... waving and shit oops the mic here. <laughs> sorry about that um but I mean 
To be fair, it's his super senior year. He's of age. I, right? He's an adult. He's a Still grown man at that yeah. point. Still inappropriate. You're like, he's 24. <laughs> it's probably okay. I know what I want to talk about. I want to get Kate talking. Let's roll. Um, let's talk about the teachers. I want to know. Let's first talk about the character we most identify with. The coach. Yeah, Trav. With the, with the angry coach that flips the Gatorade and all that. <laughs> That nerdy, quiet teacher in the beginning that gets took. You know, the girl with the glasses. The one that's into Zeke? Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the before teacher. with the glasses yeah. and not the sultry second Yeah, Miss Burt. Yeah. Who was that? Kate can be sultry. Don't let her. <laughs> not, not with my students. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. So, Trav, so. really, you, you identify most with the coach. As far I think as you're like, fucking uh, with us. As far as teachers or as far as students? Well, like, yeah. Any character of... for, for Travis? Uh, Well, I always wanted to be Zeke, but mm-hmm. I never was. I was never a cool drug dealer slash hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, like, um, I think I would say probably a mixture between Stan and Stokely. Maybe that's, like, why I like their relationship so much in this movie. Because mm-hmm. I was always, like, the... Um, like, I was a jock by nature, but I was also, like, always carrying around comic books. Mm-hmm. And comic books were not as cool as they are not right now, like, back then. You know, yeah, it'd be a like... a little bit of a lull. Yeah. Like, I would get, uh... Like, I would get comments and stuff from other football players, like, why the fuck are you reading that? And, you know... Why are you using your brain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. the fuck are you reading? And then, like, I remember the little comic section in the library at that point. Like, now, if you went to Ben Davis, the comic section's probably fucking huge, but... I remember the little comic section and like only, only a few guys would like go over to the section and we'd all kind of like look at each other like, yeah, you're one of us and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say like between those two characters for me. Yeah, that's deeper than I really thought like, about. I'm also a Casey, <laughs> a big old nerd. I think. Yeah, I think at heart I'm a Casey, mm-hmm. um, but nice. at heart I am also a Selma Hayek. What was her, the nurse? Mm-hmm. Um, forever sick. I've been sick for three months. She's, um, I'm saving my sick days for when I feel better. <laughs> yes. I feel like that. My coworkers probably feel like that. Because mm-hmm. like, I just, I roll in anyway. Um, because I'm not using all my vacation mm-hmm. to lay at home and be, feels like crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Okay. What, what student did you grad, kind of gratify or did, like, uh, did you feel identify like, with. yeah, identify with? I think Casey. You. Casey. I think just cause he's like, kind of like chill and yeah i will say we were never bullied to the extent he was no Mm -hmm. but um we were very dorky Uh, but like but so cool but kate was also a little bit of a jock so don't let her fool you i was a straight up nerd yeah you were a cello playing geek yeah Uh, see i I remember you like uh i remember like um kind of like um like hearing of you or like you just seeing you around because you were my resting bitch face in the <laughs> no because you Kate was a, like a softball stuff. star people, right yeah people thought i was mean though because they had that face i just, got that face too face. girl and i they were right i am mean like i think i met katie <laughs> i think i like saw katie one time because the first hagen that i met was andrew like that was who i like knew yeah, you guys my cousin. from mm-hmm. but you did the yearbook and i'm in the 10th grade yearbook or like my 10th grade year, but mm-hmm. like lifting weights or whatever. And then, uh, but yeah, I remember seeing her around like in the locker or not in the locker room, but like, um, like the weight room and shit like that. Cause like sometimes the sports would all be together and shit like that. I remember mm-hmm. seeing her and like the twins and stuff like that. So I knew of them. Big nerdy group always yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
All right, Kay, I want, I want you to talk a little bit about the, how true are the stereotypes of teachers in this movie? They were kind of, well, Trap called them cliches. I think they're <laughs> like archetype cliches, like yeah. whatever you, you want to call them. And how, part, how true is it? I mean, I work in elementary school, so it's a little different because I'm like around all girls who like crafts and stuff, you know, like <laughs> our um, teacher's lounge is not a super like negative place, but maybe I'm just like lucky. <laughs> like we just eat our food. We do, we do Jones a little in there and like vent a little, but like it's not near as shabby as their school was. Mm-hmm. Everything was falling apart. Yeah, I think there are teachers like that around. But, like, I just don't work with them, luckily, mm-hmm. I think. Well, your dad was a principal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that same face as Lilith, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, those are, they really are cliches that I just don't see that much. Mm-hmm. But I think they're fun to watch. Damn, I wish they were real. <laughs> you, there's there's got to be, like, I don't, and again, I don't teach high school. I think so. the nurse is probably true. Oh, not not that so nice. not that it's just a nurse. I think the nurse's energy is probably true of a lot of teachers, right? Yes, we do always go to work sick because <laughs> you have to. You, you would never come to work. Making a sub plan <laughs> is like torture, and then when you go away for the day, your kids lose their damn minds. <laughs> oh yeah, and dude. act insane, and then you got to deal with them the next. It's just not even worth it. Yeah, we come to work sick. We're oh like yeah, when nurse. you find out you got a sub, it's like paper wads are getting crumpled oh, up and shit. Oh, I wish Let's it was roll. just the paper wads, Trav. <laughs> I will say I was very this, respectful of my subs. A lot of hands being thrown when I leave the building. <laughs> yeah, I am very up, important up. keeping the peace in room <laughs> yeah, six. <laughs> fifth, fifth graders now are an, on another level. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. squaring up. Squaring up all the time. They got lots of beefs, <laughs> lots of TikTok drums. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's see, that's something that we never really had to, uh, to I guess, go through. Yeah, you could go home and just be alone, and like can't Snapchat and all that other shit, oh. and Twitter. Mm-mm. Yeah, we were so excited when we won. Like, I was a teenager before I got a cell phone, mm-hmm. and they didn't do shit. Like, yeah. you could kind of text, but not really. I got a camera on my phone like junior year of high school or something. Mm-hmm. And we were really excited because there was a like, I'm of the generation. I guess we all are, where. There was a long time you couldn't get on like Facebook or the mm-hmm. only thing you could get was a MySpace. Like you had to have a university email address mm-hmm. to get on Facebook. Oh, MySpace. That's how old we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about some of the, uh, like we went through the characters and stuff. We kind of went through the plot. Let's talk about some of the themes of the movie. Like what does some stuff mean and stuff like that? Like what's your kind of take on deeper level kind of stuff? Yeah. But we'll go ahead and start with you two gals. Get deep, Katie. Mm, when you listen to, for instance, the the kind of monologue from the, what was her name, Mary Beth at the end, where mm-hmm. she's, and it's kind of what she uses throughout to try to convince the individuals in the in the movie to um, want to fit in and mm-hmm. want to belong. It's like and, identity, Like these right? are these are That's the like themes theme. where like it's they're at an age where it's really hard <laughs> to be in high school and to um, to fit in and. Because Stan deals with that. Like, every character... Sure. in the football Yeah, player. every single character has an issue where they feel like they don't belong. They feel like they're weird for some one reason or another. Like, Delilah's dad died, and, like, that's kind of made her a bitch. Mm-hmm. Stan, obviously, with the not wanting to be a jock anymore and feeling, like, inferior Zeke, intellectually. Zeke's Stokely, for obvious reasons, people, like call her a lesbian and she's kind of gothy and um so that kind of makes her feel like a lone wolf 
mm-hmm. Casey's bullied for being a nerd. And so like every single character and, and Zeke, obviously he's, he is this like wildly intelligent, you he's know, like cool guy, fifth, fifth, fifth year senior, um, who's selling drugs for whatever reason. Cause his parents are gone. So like his issue is like, he, he has mommy and daddy issues cause they're never there. Mm-hmm. Um, so every character has something going on and what, is important like the important message in this movie is kind of be yourself and don't fall victim to trying to do anything you can to fit in and change yourself to fit in Mm -hmm. um i think that's ultimately the underlying theme no Mm -hmm. no for sure because the temptation is there to do it and the temptation in real life is kind of reflected in this alien that's taking over bodies and Mm -hmm. and offering this thing and there there's many scenes where for instance stokely and What's her name? Mary Beth is talking to Stokely and saying, like, didn't Stan look happy once mm-hmm. his body got taken over? Didn't he yeah. look happy? Didn't he feel like, don't you think he felt great? Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I took from it. I For sure. Know, what did it, did you guys see any other kind of themes? Yeah, the recogni- recognizing that, like, everybody's got stuff going on, even the kids that you don't think do. I think that's important. Right. And that's kind of high school, right? That's why mm-hmm. high school is like such a fucking melting pot and like. Not dangerous place, but like there's you got all these like emotions like uh, pinging around and shit because everybody like you said everybody's going through their own shit. Yeah, trying to find your identity. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think identity is a big part of this. Yeah, that's got to be a big theme with this. Like, I think that's another reason why I identified with Stan is it's like you're trying to be like uh, you've been the jock and stuff, but you're trying to be like something more than that. Like figuring out. Like I know I talk about with Rose all the time. Like one of the big things with me was figuring out okay, who's Travis without football? And that was like a big thing. I think that's a big thing that everybody in sports has to go through. Yeah, it's you like, can like live it. Right. Yeah, I lived softball Absolutely. since I was, time I was in fifth grade till I was 20 years old. Well, and it's like once you got done with softball, it's like, okay, so I don't have to be here from three to six. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have meetings. I don't have all this other stuff to do. So it's like... What the fuck do I do with myself? Right. And you kind of got to like... Uh, some. <laughs> kind of going to explore some other uh, things that you're into and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think even Stan brings that up at times. Like, you know, I just, I want to be, I want to try something that I'm not so good at kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but I think that's why I, uh, for sure, like, uh, felt that way about Stan and stuff. Yeah. Like, like you brought up kind of like the, uh, the drugs of it all. Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt it was kind of cool that the drugs were like what was kind of hurting the aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a comment on like, uh, how drugs like are anti-conforming or I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I haven't really thought about that too deep. I love yeah. that they're in the pen caps. I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. And it's like caffeine pills. And... <laughs> yeah. They run out and I'm like, dude, just go get some more caffeine pills. Oh, but... Let's talk about what they called the drugs. Scat. The scat. <laughs> scat is poop. I know. <laughs> yeah. They're Nobody's like all... going to suspect anything. Drugs are shit kids. Don't do it. Right. Unless it's scat. Unless it's scat. <laughs> Everybody snorts scat. Right. <laughs> what now. does he say, Kate? What's like the big line? <laughs> oh, the big line is <clears throat> guaranteed to jack you up. Yeah. yeah he kept saying, jack him up. Jack him up. <laughs> yeah. He pumps it in the dude's eye and shit. Oh, that was so hard to watch. Another thing I thought was interesting, and it's kind of like the, uh, like we all went to Ben Davis. So it's like, I think it's very um, relevant. But the discussion at the very beginning when she's like, when he's talking about having to cancel a play and then she's he or 
what was the uh, teacher's name? It's talking about how they can't go to New York. They have to go to Ohio. And yeah. then the other teacher is talking about canceling something. And they're like, but the football team is going to get brand new jerseys. And uh-huh. Dude, that is straight what, Ben Davis. Yeah, because that's what the... <laughs> Um, that's what the parents in the community want, and that's For where the sure. money goes. That is our district. I lived that in Ben Davis. Mm-hmm. I lived that at Butler. At Butler, the basketball team had the nicest shit ever, and the <laughs> softball team asked me to steal bagels from hotel lobbies for lunch and keep them in my back oh, bag. Okay, I mean, at least you guys were in sports. I was in music and journalism. We had no budget, okay? And it's like in music at Ben Davis, it's like band, right? Like mm-hmm. it's Band is the big thing because football. it supports football. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was an orchestra. I was the string nerd. But... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was interesting too, like the commentary at the beginning of how we like uh, value sports and shit, but don't put the value on the, like the you know, the, <laughs> the academics and stuff. I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of interesting. I had a question. Okay. Why this school? Why did this alien go start at this school? Or did she start at this school? She said she came from Atlanta, but as far as I know, there wasn't any stories of this discussion. massive... Yeah, did I miss something? They had the discussion about that where it's like, why wouldn't you start here? Nobody's going to notice. We're basically in the middle of nothing. And Mm -hmm. like, this would be a great place to start because it's a small town. Nobody's really paying attention to this small town. And we can build the base from here. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I missed that. Yeah, like, uh, I think the, (laughs) yeah, he said, like, uh, do you go Independence Day and start with the White House or go through the back door or Mm -hmm. something, I think is what Casey said. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I knew they would, like, it made sense to me that they wouldn't start in D.C. or anything and start taking over politicians. I missed the Atlanta but, thing. But yeah, she's, that's what, that was her story. She's, she comes from Atlanta, so she has this, like, fake accent. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like. Um, that might have just been a lie, Katie. <laughs> I had a question with that because, like, uh, at one point when they get in Zeke's car, they're, like, going through the radio stations and shit, and he can't find any. I guess that would be, like, local radio, though, at mm. a certain point, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, invasions are going on across the United States or... It's obviously gets covered in time and all mm-hmm. that. Did everybody just believe them? Like, I'm confused. Like, well, I think they had the... evidence of the little, the you know, all the little um, creatures that come out of the, the parasites. So they have movies like that, like, at the end, still nobody believes them. Like, they were just mm-hmm. all making it up. Well, that's why the, you saw that it. one magazine that was like, was it a hoax? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then they say, like, um, that some characters are going to come back and shit, like, afterwards. But I'm like, the principal's not. Like, the principal, yeah. <laughs> the principal's mm-hmm. fucking dead, dude. Yeah. Overall, and how did John though, Stewart come back? I thought he was dead, too. He had lost his eye. His, his whole body hadn't been burned up like the principal's. And he didn't yeah, the have the got fingers. I know For you sure. wrote down fingers, because that shit was trippy. <laughs> you see the I see fingers, I wrote fingers too. Fingers. Yeah, that was a fun scene where they cut off his fingers. And yes. They just crawl around. So was that the creepiest scene to you, like in the movie? I think, I didn't like the fingers. The fingers I didn't like creepy. octopus head moment. <laughs> oh, too, that was too much. I think that actress, uh, Famke Johnson said, or Jensen said that she actually has never seen the movie, because she didn't want to see that part. <laughs> I, it was, it was, it was something. Um, Reminded me of Mars Attacks. Oh, oh for I love sure. Mars Attacks. I do like that. Is that a horror film? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. It's like a comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's a sci-fi movie. I loved that when I was little. My, the scariest moment for me was 
when he unhinged the paper cutter because I am terrified of the paper cutter. That is a real life fear <laughs> of, of some mine kid ripping that off. And yes, macheting. Terrified of some kid going ape shit and ripping it off and killing us all. That's mm-hmm. I have d- nightmares about the paper. cutter. I think cutter. about that every time I see one of those now. The paper cutter <laughs> is terrifying. <laughs> oh, that was the worst part for me. Yeah, I think the most terrifying oh I, I, no, this movie let's be honest did not terrify me at any no, point but no. the the scariest part like we mentioned before for me was the scene with the coach running at her with the whistle i thought that was really well done <laughs> it had a get out vibe to it too yeah. they're running at you mm-hmm. um and then uh just some of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. were i wrote them down uh, when the parents, uh, Casey's parents, were flipping his room after he <laughs> tried to, you know, flag that yes. there was a, something his going on. Property, they were, they were flipping his room looking for drugs and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was so funny. Boob magazine. They, uh, yeah, found his, <laughs> his mom's like, his porn. And it's literally boob. <laughs> Brooks um, pointed out that the dad is still holding it like two minutes later. Yeah. Like, he comes to the door. He's like, I'm going to keep this. He's like, let's see what these kids are into now. <laughs> and then... Um, Legit, I thought the scene where they're all questioning each other mm-hmm. and like saying, oh, mm-hmm. "Well, could it be you? Could it be you? Take the drug, take the drug." I thought that like it, the scene got more and more chaotic. Uh, I thought it was really well done. I was mm-hmm. thoroughly entertained. Um, and they were like tripping in the scene as well. Yeah, I thought it was just such that a was fun cool. scene. It was like very tense, but also they were high. That so. was a cool moment. Yeah, that like obviously the other characters that aren't the alien are going to be like all high and tripping balls and shit. <laughs> it's like, who do you know to believe at that point? <laughs> it really surprised me that Jordana Brewster had already been got at that moment. Oh, I'm an easy surprise. I was surprised because I thought it was the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. We'll find it out later. Yeah. yeah. Trav, what were your favorite scenes? Like, what scared you? Uh, you guys covered a few. You guys covered most of them. I also like, uh, like one of the funny scenes that Brooks and I were dying laughing at is when I think they're in the classroom and I think it's Casey that looks out the window and the coach is just standing outside in the sprinklers. <laughs> yeah, just standing out there. And I was just... like, that's awesome. Um, I also did like um, this was immediately after like they take his porn and stuff, but Casey's climbing out the window. And then he falls down into the bushes, and the teachers are kind of like standing out on the street. Yeah. That uh, Kate told me about the scene in us that freaked you out, where they're standing at the end of the driveway, and that yes. kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, not, I did not make it past that scene <laughs> in us. Yeah, Kate will turn off movies if they scare her too much. <laughs> See, I thought I was going to watch a Get Out kind of movie. It didn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's similar, but yeah, similar like influences and stuff. But yeah, one of my favorite scenes is when. Casey and Zeke go to his car to get the remaining scat. Mm, and um, That's a high tension scene for sure. Yeah, the teacher's like um, asking him if he has any of those cherry condoms anymore and shit like that. And then she busts through the scene and stuff. And like you said, the, the head crawls away and shit. Mm. Like that scene was creepy. And something about the football players too is like creepy. Because they're all like conforming and stuff and mm-hmm. all outfit. And Stan is all of a sudden walking with him again. Mm-hmm. And then one of them like busts through the window. Like that part all, always scared me when I was little. Because this is a movie like growing up that I watched all yeah, the time. Yeah, how old were we? 1998? I was eight. All right, then we were nine. Yeah. So And I and I remember seeing this when it was fairly new. Right. I um, so I probably saw it as a kid, which is yeah, messed up. for sure. And I'd have to ask my brother, because I used to go to movies, like, all the time with him. I, I don't know if we saw this in theaters or not, but, like, the first movie I remember seeing was Blair Witch Project. Oh, my God. 
But yeah, that movie's <laughs> Have fucking. Have you seen that, Kate? Fuck no. it, dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> My son is dying to see all things scary. He wants to watch Friday the Thirteenth and Freddy versus Jason. You need to foster this. Well, he, when he let like, him watch I'm, Chucky. Like well, I mean, he wants to watch Chucky too, so bad. <laughs> kids horror movie like Gremlins or I, something I let him would watch, be cool. Um, there's like a show on Netflix called Creeped Out. It's kind of mm-hmm. like kind of creepy, and it, it's not too bad. But um, I'm not not trying to deal with the nightmares. He's not ready. He's get him in, get him into like um like goosebumps and stuff like he, that. We read goosebumps and we I watch have a goosebumps. Whole, he can come pick from, from my library anytime. Have a, I have a crap ton of them. We, yeah, he's got a bunch of goosebumps books that we read and um we watch the shows. Like my favorite one is the mask one. Oh yeah, dude. I love the mask. That's my favorite. <laughs> I'll watch goosebumps. I'm pretty tough. What's, what's funny is that like every Are you now afraid and afraid of the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, Did that the, scary? The episode where the burial ground was under the pool real got, <laughs> really got me. I remember it to this day. I've been traumatized. What's fun is that like uh, you'll revisit like episodes of Goosebumps and stuff, and then you'll re- you'll notice like a Ryan Gosling or mm-hmm. something. Like he's in Say Cheese and yes. Die, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, Say Cheese and Die was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Ryan Gosling in that, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, I've seen a few that I recognized. Were there some uh, other stuff in your notes that you wanted to get to? I think Kate and I could talk about the absolutely ridiculous Estee Lauder comment. Oh, yeah. Please Written do. in my notes. It took her 72 minutes to put her lipstick on. And but then, those lips were looking great. They no. weren't, though. She Cut had burned the... lips. And okay, you can't even hey, see her lipstick. I'm not talking about easy. you. Take I'm it easy on about... bird lips. I got <laughs> you have lovely lips. I'm talking about this bitch with bird lips. And you can even see the lipstick on yeah, her face. Yeah, that's my thing is cut to her face and she's not even fucking wearing lipstick. What? <laughs> Anyway, 72 minutes. Wrong, 72 minutes. Like, you're not doing it right. Like, Brian, and, take that Brian and Travis were like, what's a stay lauder? <laughs> it's makeup brand, boys, if you don't know. Yeah, I was like, what even it's a is nice, that? It's a nice brand. It's a fancy one. Mostly our moms and grandmas I was like, use does it she now. mean like it lasts 72 hours? Because there's just no plausible way for 72 <laughs> minutes to put lipstick on her face. Uh, also, if it takes that long and it's that like expensive... Shouldn't it stay on your fucking lips like if your boyfriend wants to kiss your boyfriend with that lipstick like that? <laughs> I mean, like Nick's matte works just fine. <laughs> one one thing I remember, like uh, uh, watching movies like these and like that time period, was like Zeke is kind of like the cool guy, and he's like a slacker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, is that still a thing? Like, is the is it still cool to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, like growing up, it was like cool to be like. The loser. Oh, who cares? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This hits on a lot of like classic cliches of cliques too right. in high school. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I feel like now when I see when I watch stupid shows like Riverdale and mm-hmm. um like it's cool to be smart. I and, and it's cool to be yeah. woke. I feel like like, like because you want to like be a baller and you want to like work hard and you want to be having all these things like entrepreneurial skills and those things. I think those are amplified more now. Mm-hmm. And like even in my classrooms I see the the coolest kids are usually getting pretty good grades because they're mm-hmm. involved in sports and that sort of thing. Sports can be that driver to get kids to work really hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I see like I think a lot of cool kids are the athletes and care and work hard and end up going off to college and that sort of thing. So right. In a way, I bet things haven't changed too much for you, sure. I mean, have class the most charismatic and... kids are going to end up being the popular ones. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what they choose to kind of get into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your personality, yeah. Yeah. 
Is there anything else that we I wanted do. to touch on? I want Trav talk about some movies that this might have influenced. Because, for instance, when I the Mary Beth scene at the end, where you know she comes out of the pool in in human form, and obviously she's naked, which is I'm sure a sexual awakening for a lot of little boys who might have watched this movie. <laughs> but anyway, um, see, I was always I attracted to very... Stokely, mm-hmm. like in this movie, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's weird. I think she's pretty. But yeah, she's pretty and she's angsty and she's got like And she's smart. Cool. That's you were probably smart. attracted to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um well and that she's pretty. But no, with uh Mary Beth at the end when she like really goes full evil um and that I got and her hair's like slicked back wet. I kind of got a Jennifer's body vibe, which is oh, for sure. a little bit like this, but not quite. It's not mm-hmm. like not to spoil Jennifer's body for anybody, but like I feel like this might have inspired that. This script was written in like ninety, and this was all like this movie came out because of Scream, mm-hmm. and uh, like after Scream, everything kind of changed. For a couple years, you had Scream Two, you had Scream Three, you had Urban Legend, you had Valentine, you had Faculty, you had Phantoms, you had you know just like just to name them off. Like you look at the posters there, like we have a DVD of the Phantoms and the Faculty. Both of these covers are famous people lined up, hot teens, mm-hmm. like, and then the title above. Like, that was all taken from Scream. So I think that this one, I'm not sure, not that I'm calling it, like, unoriginal, but I think that it wears its influences on its sleeve, and it also was made possible by Scream. And I think a few years after this, you kind of, horror had to really kind of rebuild itself with the... Saul's with the hostels, with the high tension, with uh, these French New Wave kind of stuff. I think that this definitely influenced, like you can see the influence in this through um, like where the writer goes as far as uh, uh, Kevin Williamson. Like he went on to uh, make, you know, like Dawson's Creek. Uh, what was Dawson? Dawson Creek was like after this, right? Like a little bit? Um did anybody watch late, it? I didn't watch it. <laughs> it was late, like late nineties. It was in that same right ballpark. Yeah. So this, like Dawson's Creek, Vampire Diaries. I think he wrote on Teen Wolf, like that kind of stuff, like the MTV kind of stuff, horror. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a, a lot of things can be seen through that. Like I know he helped uh, write the following with Kevin Bacon, stuff like that, like TV. But yeah, I think this influenced like a little bit. But I think it's, um, I think it all comes back to Scream. I think if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm, and does. The Thing and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like one movie that you guys got to see is The Thing. I don't know. It might creep Kate out. Do you, Are you creeped out by aliens? Not really. Aliens don't really bother me. So that is... What, what freaks you out, Kate? Yeah, I don't let's get like into that. gore. Gore is what I think gets me. I'm, I'm very soft-hearted and I don't like things like gunshots to the head and guts everywhere. So we'll have Kate back on in a couple weeks talking about Saw. <laughs> <laughs> or I, Hostel. Like, I have no yeah. desire to watch yeah. Saw. Like, I liked, like, like sus- when we get back to suspense, like, the get out. Like, yeah, that got a little bit bloody at the very end, mm-hmm. but over the whole movie, just more suspenseful trying to figure out what's going on. I like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the gore, I think, is what gets me. I'm not into it. For sure. And but then, this wasn't that bad, so. Right. And I think, like, one of the similarities this has to uh, get out is the influence of Ira Levin. Like, we we just talked about Rosemary's Baby last week, but Ira Levin's other book was uh, Stepford Wives. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like a 
anything that has to do with kind of this where like um, there's something going on in the society or Mm -hmm. like school or you know whatever I think comes back to that and that's one thing that the faculty and get out has in common but yeah no that's an interesting question though like what all this influenced I would yeah that would be my long question or that that would be my long answer excuse me (laughs) (laughs) all right um before we kind of start to close out I'm I was just looking up this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, um, oh. which I usually will look at. Look For at sure. It, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes to see if um, kind of my opinion matches up. Um, but this one seems honestly pretty divisive. Um, mm-hmm. It says the critics' consensus is ripoff of other sci fi thrillers. Right. Um, it had a 53% tomato meter and then a 55% audience score. Um, do you think I, do you guys think that's fair? I think what Travis was talking about, you know, how it's in the vein of Scream and everything, it's just kind of the thing that followed all that other stuff. I think that's a fair comment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I think Rip Off is strong. Like, I think I think it, I think that those people are kind of missing the point of this. I think Robert Rodriguez is, like, clearly showing, like, <laughs> that he's homaging these movies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, um... Like, we talked about the Terminator stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, those aren't rip-off things. Like, he is very... Paying tribute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And another scene that kind of uh, pays tri- tribute to another Cameron film, which is Aliens 2, is at the end when the monster is kind of, like, in the grates at the in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's, like, almost taken entirely from Alien 2. Yeah. Or Aliens, as I should say. But, yeah, I think that's a little harsh. Like, rip-off kind of thing. But Well... I'm looking at some of the critic reviews, and I think that they're pretty rough on this movie. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's fair either. Mm-hmm. Um, though I do like this one, just whiskers away from being really snazzy. The faculty still manages to make for a fun night out. I think, um, I think I it was really that. funny. That was Charles Taylor from Salon. I enjoyed like the humor of it. I think that really was helpful for sure and I, I by no means is this like a masterpiece no. <laughs> like i'm not trying to say no. that no. but i think it is like like kate said it's very fun like i think it's really really fun yeah um rob gonsalves from efilmcritic.com said a crappy teen horror movie but in director robert rodriguez's hands it's at least agreeably cra- crappy mm-hmm um, I didn't think this was crappy. I mm-hmm. thought it, I was entertained the whole time. I had a good time. I don't know if it's because I'm a '90s kid. I like the '90s nostalgia of it was yeah. great, and then like the humor of it. And I love like a good teen cliche uh, kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So I guess if that's your wheelhouse, then this that movie's is in definitely your... my wheelhouse. Right, and, <laughs> and some horror fans are, and I'm very much not this. Like, but some horror fans are like, if it's not brutal, if it's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre then it's a no like that's like just how they are like you know the faculty oh i don't want to see a bunch of good looking teens you know it's like (laughs) that kind of stuff yeah so there's also two reviews um probably more from critics that mention the kevin williamson formula Mm -hmm. um who is kevin williamson he's the writer yeah so scream or that would make all that stuff yeah i know what you did last summer um all right but yeah okay it ain't broke don't fix it honestly this probably like I don't know what this movie grossed. Terrible. Th- I think it was made for like fifteen million. I think it grossed like forty million. I think so. It was a success. It did its job, baby, yeah. and it made a bunch Double of stars. Yeah, for sure. We know, like, oh, you we know, all these people, all these side characters, and these not as not really that important characters, literally huge stars now. So yeah, and I think this was um, 
like Hartnett's second movie, I think. His first one was H2O, which was the same year. Mm-hmm. But bang, which bang. Which is it's remarkable like, because his hair in this movie is atrocious. I have also, we have the same notes. <laughs> Where's Why is his hair oh. flicking over oh, his ears Oh, we can talk like about that. that. <laughs> he, he does the same shit in H2O. Uh, the hair's flicking over his ears in a really atrocious I way. I don't think that was representative of the popular hairstyles of the time for boys. Like, he it just a wasn't. He just needed a, a haircut. Yeah, he what was that? Like, that? It was bad. <laughs> He was, was like trying to create. It his was own terrible. Thing or it's like he cut his own hair mm-hmm. badly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so why don't we wrap up with our um, like? Would would you recommend this movie? How many stars would you give it out of five? If you did, Kate, we'll start with you. Oh, I gotta start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would recommend this movie to any '90s kid. Um, I think it was. I liked the nostalgia. I liked the humor. I'm not a big horror person, but I didn't think it was too scary. Um, I don't know how many stars I'd give it. Um. I don't know if I'm a fair judge, but like, I don't know, three. All right. That's fair. I would, my opinion is the same as Kate's, um, except I think I would give it two and a half stars. Right. And for me, that's not harsh. Like, no, that's still pretty, I'm, I'm pretty entertained. I really don't like movies I can predict. And I remember seeing it for the first time as a kid and still predicting Mary Beth was the sort of the big alien, the big kahuna <laughs> alien. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would yeah, say I two and a half. But don't let that discourage you from seeing because it it's a it's a really good time for sure. Entertaining for sure. And I would go like uh, I would go three or four for me, maybe like three and a half, as far as like. Uh, and you got to be fair because it's like all right. So the thing is like a five. So this would maybe be like a three and a half. So yeah, it's hard for me to judge this movie like critically though because I have so much nostalgia about it. Like this is one of those like building blocks in my horror like um, makeup is this kind of this movie scream scream 2 it's very important to me so yeah it's hard for me to uh critique it too much but yeah i love this movie it's a great time like over beers and pizza like this a perfect movie okay i don't want to keep this going but are there any (laughs) other horror movies of this era that you haven't seen i have not seen scream oh fuck (laughs) Uh, i'm watching that with you i have seen i have seen the the i know what you did last summer both of those i saw those and um yeah, but I'm not watching t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, I wouldn't have you watch that. <laughs> I wouldn't have it. Maybe we'll have, have you back over on. I'm going to be like, Kate, let's watch Scream. And then, boom, it's going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, yeah. you, you guys tricked me and said we were going to watch a Freddie Prince Jr. movie the once. And I, it was a Freddie Prince Jr. movie, but it was trickery. It was not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe we'll have you on. Uh, maybe you'll be our uh, late 90s uh, late nineties slasher slash like I did th- see Prom thriller Night. gal. Is this prom night count? Prom night, yeah, early eighties. So yeah, prom night. for That's, sure. Yeah, or the remake. The remake. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, mid two thousands. So as always, maybe we'll have Kate back on and talk about Scream. But uh, as always, you can find us over at uh, you can email us at horrifyingmyfriends at gmail You can find us at Instagram at horrifyingmyfriends and Twitter at horrifyingmf. And as always, you can hit us up on the Facebook page at uh, horrifyingmyfriends. But um, I think that's it. See ya later. Bye.